What kind of pen is that? This pen? Yeah. This is an astronaut pen. It writes upside down. They use it in space. Wow, that's the astronaut pen. I heard about that. Where'd you get it? Oh, it was a gift. Because sometimes I write in bed and I have to turn and lean on my elbow to make the pen work. Take the pen. Oh, no. Go ahead. I couldn't. Come on, take the pen. I can't take it. Do me a personal favor. No, I'm not. Take the pen. I cannot take it. Take the pen. Are you sure? Positive. Take the pen. June 5th, 2016. Hello, everybody. Welcome to your summertime twips. Yeah, what he said. Well, the first of your summertime twips, I suppose, right? It's June. Can you believe it? Where has the year gone? And it's hot. Sad. So, I thought we should try something new for this twip. What? We don't do that. You're always yelling at me about the post-it. So, here. It's yours. You take the post-it and you read what? the things off. No. Go what? ahead. Pick one. This Pick was one. never what Pick I wanted. <laughs> well, maybe you should have counted your blessings. But this doesn't change the fact that there's still a post-it. Right. Why would that matter? Why does this make me feel better? Because you are always yelling at me about a post-it? No. <laughs> it's something new. That's a strange logical leap to make. Give it a shot. <laughs> maybe you'll like it. Pick a thing. Uh. Hmm. Eh, YouTubes. Okay. <laughs> you may have seen on our social media accounts, we have posted, uh, we have started putting some of our shows up on YouTube as another convenience for people to listen to them. We're all about convenience here. Right? So, um, so far, all that is up are the first three episodes of Active Radio, Active Radio. But they are up in a little playlist that will even cycle through them, one, two, three, if you want to listen to them in a row. So if you um, are at a spot where you don't want to download them or you can't get to the podcast and you just want to hear them again or you want to hear them for the first time or whatever, an easy way to share, you can embed it on your blogs or whatever you want. It's all right there, so that's cool. You can check that out at uh, youtube.com slash pendantproductions. So just stop in and see. We'll be putting some of our other stuff up there. We're not going to put all of our stuff up because there's a lot and that's be too much. But some of it and some of the more recent stuff we'll put up there. So you should check that out. Yep, we're clearly hip with the times. Yes. <laughs> that newfangled YouTube thing. That's right. What? All the kids are talking about Gotta it. Gotta give it a shot. Yep. Um. All right, pick another thing. Let's talk about parsecs. The Parsec Awards. We have been nominated for 19 different Parsec Awards. Can you believe it? 19? That's a lot. It is a lot. I know because I spent the past like month plus getting all of the uh, submission samples and everything together that they require for their awards and getting it all sent in. And it's, it's a lot of work, but it's all uh, sent in and taken care of. So that's cool. We will find out, I think, in a month or two uh, if... We, we have made know. it to the finalists of any category, <laughs> but that's the next step. And then from the finalists to the winners. So in any case, thank you to everybody who nominated us and congratulations to uh, all of the great pendulums who have worked on these shows that got nominated and to all of our fellow nominees. Sure, sure. Sorry, I was reading the post-it. Go ahead. Uh, More news. What do you got? Links working on mobile. Yeah, here's a weird thing. Okay, some of our older shows that have been around for a long time, like Dependent Shakespeare and Dixie Stenberg, etc., uh -huh. when they first went on iTunes, 
iTunes had a different uh, scheme for the way it made the URLs to the shows in their stores. And they somewhere along the line changed it to be something that you can actually read, which makes a lot more sense. Oh. Now, the old links, when you went to them, automatically redirected to the new ones, so there wasn't a problem. Mm -hmm. Except I only just recently discovered, because somebody uh, very nicely let me know in a very nice email through the website, that on certain mobile devices, when you clicked on the links on the website to go to the iTunes store page for Dixie or Shakespeare or a few of the others, it just gave you a 404. And it didn't redirect and it didn't work. And there was no way you could get to the show in iTunes. I mean, you could open up iTunes and search for it, but the link didn't work. So I went through and checked all of those, and I fixed them, and now they're working. So we fixed a thing we didn't know was broken. We found out we it, found was out it was broken because of a nice person who let us know, and now it's working. That so, is super nice. Right? There you go. And so now that's all fixed. Okay. If you had a problem with it before, they're working now. Sorry about that. Valiant Central. Yes, we mentioned this just at the very, very tail end of the last TWIP episode, so I just wanted to throw it out there again, that I was interviewed on the Valiant Central podcast, episode 69. You can uh, look that up. Actually, it's much easier to find it if you just Google Valiant Central. It'll come right up. The URL is kind of long. But you should go check that out if you haven't. You can hear all kinds of cool information about how the Archer and Armstrong show came about and bits of behind-the-scenes info and stuff. And Very nice guys over there. Very, very good interview. Check it out. Because you don't have enough of me in your ears. I was just going to say, so they want to listen to you, but more. Who doesn't? Um, Who? You got something to say? No. I'm listening. I... Okay. That's what I thought. Okay. Assistant directing. Anna Rodriguez is coming back to directing to help out a little bit on Active Radioactive Radio. So that is very cool. Welcome to the Active Radioactive Radio team Anna. And it was purely because her initials are the same as the show. That's right. It was fate. Anna Rodriguez directing Active Radioactive Radio. Well, she's Anna Rodriguez assistant directing, but now, see, directing should be replaced with an R word. Um, what can we replace it with so that it all works? She's assistant... Re remixologist? Remixing? <laughs> Anna Rodriguez assistant remixing Active Radio Active Radio. But remixing? Hmm. Then it becomes RRRR. RRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRRR
go to PendantAudio.com right now. On the Archer and Armstrong page, you can find links to them on Amazon, Audible, and iTunes. All three episodes available. Go, go, go! Get it! Got it? Good. Yeah. From the great state of Massachusetts in these United States, we have Pete Mylan. Smiling Mylan. I remember from last time. On the line. Hey, Pete. Hello, everybody. How you doing? How have you been? It's been uh, two years since we've done this. TWIP episode 39. And uh, I hate to tell you, I don't have any fresh stories since then. So I live, <laughs> a, I live an uneventful life. What can I tell you? Well, I know how that goes. But we have new questions. So new hopefully questions. you have new answers. Uh, sure. Otherwise, this is really short and one-sided. So um, I listened to TWIP39 earlier today just to mm-hmm. kind of refresh my memory, and I, I was looking over the questions that came in from people, and one of the questions was um, something that I had wanted to talk to you about, about Candy Hearts or you oh, said, you name, <laughs> to Dooley and Ren. Where are we on that? Guys, look, I regret ever bringing that up. I have not really worked on it since. Uh, I have, uh, you know, most of my writing over the past couple of years, I have started writing a a book, a series of books, the same book several times with uh, with my writing partner, Matthew Rossi. Um, and we're trying to, you know, we've been rewriting the same book for two years, you know, going on three years. We're, you know, trying to get it right. I don't know if or when or whatever uh, the the detective romantic comedy is ever going to happen. At this point, don't wait with sandwiches by the phone. <laughs> All right. So we'll uh, keep that on the ether for now. I, I, I'm pretty sure in two more years when we do this again, somebody's going to ask. Just by, by that, that point, By that point, it'll have turned into a... Uh, into like a fake serial podcast where uh, you know <laughs> everything is set into uh, into you know microphones pretending to be uh, you know NPR. Mm. That should be interesting. That's that seems to be the model for like audio drama now. That's you know a lot of people are doing uh, just you know fake serial shows like you know the uh, the Black Tapes podcast and and Tannis and Limetown and those are all great shows and I like them a lot. It's just it's just weird that like. That's what sort of has kicked off, you know, a new interest in in audio drama is is doing doing mockumentary versions of the show serial. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> Landon uh, Landon Bell, one of our directors, he he turned me on to that. It's an interesting little podcast. See, I've tried. I can't get into the actual show serial. I just I I don't know what it is, but uh, it doesn't. Uh, doesn't uh, doesn't hold my attention. Yeah, yeah. So, also last time, um, I guess we're going to recap a little bit. Um, people had asked you for recordings of bedtime stories. Is it, did anybody follow up with you after that? Because um, you put kind of put the the call out there saying, "Hey, if you know. no, no, nobody, nobody ever did that." Um, hmm. I have not recorded any bedtime stories for anybody. Uh, in the couple of years since, I have recorded some some new audiobooks, which are available for purchase. But since 
one of them is about vampire Hitler. I don't think that's anyone's idea of a uh, of a of a bedtime story. Probably it's, not. There may be some little vampires that might. But. It's called Reich. Look for it on uh, look for it on Audible or wherever uh, audiobooks are, show, are sold. Alrighty. Um, and one of the other things that we we talked about a little bit uh, last time was Phantom Canyon. Um, somebody's asked if you think we're going to get any more Sam and Clara. Uh, well, I'm you know I'm not really the person to ask. I'm just uh, I'm just the voice. Uh, Jeffrey Thorne and uh, the Bridges are the ones who uh, who are uh, taking care of that score. Mm-hmm. So has, uh, has there been any talk? Uh, if there is, I haven't heard it. Okay. No one's no one's brought me in on it, and we've all been uh, pretty uh, pretty consumed with uh, Archer and Armstrong uh, in the meantime. Mm-hmm. I'd certainly, you know, I I would certainly welcome uh, another uh, Phantom Canyon adventure, but uh, and it, it is it does sort of have the uh, the sequel hook at the end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You kind of do that. Well, for those that haven't listened to it, it it's really awesome almost what was it two and a half two and three quarter hours of audio goodness yep so we won't spoil it still it's been out for a while but it's really good you should go listen so um before we jump into archer and armstrong which is kind of our big news of of the time um any chance we're gonna hear you on uh active radioactive our our newest show um, well, I have not, uh, no one, uh, no one has really, uh, has asked me and I haven't seen any, uh, any auditions, uh, pop up for it yet. So, uh, have you submitted any questions to, uh, I haven't to submitted, haven't submitted any questions, um, you know, perhaps in the future. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm sort of, I was sort of in the, 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 the real, not real world, but, uh, when audio, I, I think, you know, audio, what the hell am I saying? Active <laughs> radioactive radio mm-hmm. is, uh, has its basis in, uh, in a role playing game that was being played by, uh, the Bridges and, uh, and Anna Rodriguez. And I think Colin Kelly was, uh, was in there and, uh, a few other people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I did a voice of a, uh, of a, of a, uh, a post apocalyptic ruffian for, uh, for their game. So you know maybe uh, maybe uh, he can uh, maybe he can come back for uh, active radioactive. Okay. Um, are we going to hear you again on seminar? Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's 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 it seems odd even to me that I haven't I've never submitted anything to a seminar. But uh, I don't uh, you know for some reason I just. I think in 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 you know, like you know big sprawling arcs and you know doing a ten minute uh, doing a ten minute script uh, just you know seems somewhat beyond me at uh, at the moment. Okay. I did I I, I did write uh, I tried once I wrote an adaptation of a uh, of a public domain Lovecraft story uh, and mm-hmm. turned it into a script and it's super bad and uh, you're <laughs> not going to hear that. All right, we could always so do maybe. some kind of offshoot of. Uh... Like in the I was, Kingery universe, I, maybe. I was in seminar not too long ago. I uh, I played uh, uh, Rick Springfield, uh, someone named <laughs> Rick Springfield in uh, Jason Wallace's uh, the uh, oh, what's it called? Like the Wolf and the Wolf and 
and wooing or something like that. I don't remember what it was called. Trust me, it's it's in there somewhere. <laughs> Just look for Jason Wallace's name. You'll see he wrote a script. I'm probably in that one. So um, a little while ago, you uh, posted on Twitter uh, asking about um, or bringing up um, that you were you and I were going to get together and do this, and um, you put out your own call for questions on uh, on Twitter. About ten minutes ago, yeah. yeah. And we've already Let me got, go back and check. Uh, Twenty-three minutes ago, according to Twitter, actually. Okay. But we've already got a question. Uh, Mark Zaracor is asking about your Twitter avatar with the Starbucks cup. So, what is your go-to drink? Uh, caramel macchiato. Really? Yeah. I just I I I just order uh, whatever is on the menu. This this was taken around uh, around Christmas, so it was probably a uh, peppermint mocha at the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. I the the thing that drives me crazy about Starbucks is people who go in and have questions like they want to talk to the barista about now does this you know do, what what's the calorie count of this and can I get this half calf with with you know foamed skim milk it's like it's Starbucks man it's fast food <laughs> this is Burger King it's a really good Burger King and they know <laughs> what they're talking about but. Come on! <laughs> well, some people take their coffees very seriously. I'm going to throw it out there that if you take your coffee, you know, very seriously, uh, blinky notwithstanding, uh, <laughs> maybe you don't. Uh, maybe you don't go to Starbucks. Maybe you go to a, like a. It's just the kind of behavior I would expect out of like the indie, uh, you know, the indie coffee shop. Right. Coffee right. hipsters. So you said um, a few minutes ago that. Uh, You've been doing some more audiobooks. How's that yes. going? You had uh, just done, I think, two the last time we spoke. So that that sounds like it's going well for you. It is. It is. Um, I'm trying to finish one now, and I uh, I've been working on it for so long. <laughs> well, it's it's a 300 page <laughs> not a 300 page. It's a 300,000 word book. That's a lot of words, man. And it, it's called uh, The Peregrine Omnibus, Volume 1. And it's by Barry Reese. And it is a, uh, it's an audiobook based on, uh, you know, these, these pulp stories that, uh, that he's written with this, this character called uh, The Peregrine. Mm-hmm. And I've literally been working, it's, you know, I've been working on this version of it for eight months. I've been working on this book in general for two years. Wow. The first, the first time I recorded it, or the first time I recorded the first third of it, the character had a different name. That would complicate things. That would be a problem, yes. So uh, I, I have I got thirty days left to finally get this thing into uh, ACX and and uh, move on to uh, the next thing, uh, which I don't know what that's going to be yet. Um, I would like to work on uh, you know Valent. I I did a, a Sentinels uh, novel for uh, Van Allen Plexigo. He writes a series of uh, superhero novels, mm-hmm. and I'd like to uh, work on one of those. Uh, my friend and my writing partner Matthew Rossi just wrote a book called uh, Nameless, which is available now from Amazon. It's mm-hmm. uh, so Nameless, N A M E L E S S by Matthew Rossi, R O S S I. Go buy it, please. Very cool. And that's all the shameless plugs I have. <laughs> okay. Um, let's switch gears then to um, a little side thing that you did that was actually really important to me, um, actually. 
Um, the 10th anniversary script for Jeffrey and Susan that we did. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Pendant walks into a bar. Um, well, what happened there was, um, I was not the originator of that idea. Right. Um, a lot other people who worked for Pendant thought we should do uh, a thing and we should get this all together. Mm-hmm. And somehow it fell to me to actually write a script that, uh, that got everybody, uh, or everyone who was available to do so, uh, but, you know, back together and, uh, saying things. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it was, you know, it was fun because we had, uh, crossovers between, uh, you know, the R-rated shows. We had, uh, Once Upon a Time in Vegas meeting, uh, the Kingery. And that was had, hilarious. That scene was just hilarious. Uh, we brought, uh, Dixie back from the dead. Mm-hmm. Well, she so said we had... she might not have been dead. We don't really, we never saw a body. Yeah, she didn't die. <laughs> I wrote it. It's canon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everything in that show, I'm, I'm, everything I'm, in that 10th anniversary thing, that's all canon. That all happened. Yep, I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm excited about this plan. Um, well, it was really special to me because um, that was right around the time I just started. Um, I was just getting convinced by folks to, to do my own auditions and uh, was fortunate enough to play the one character in that that wasn't actually a character in any other pendant show. So I... I I thank you for writing such wonderful stuff. Uh, now, were you, uh, you were the, uh, the, the sort of waiter? I was the host. You were the host, yes. And I was taking uh, Sam and Clara around from table to table. Yes. How did you come up with the idea? Because that was the cro- whole crossover idea in a bar was, was brilliant to me. Um, I wish I had more details for you. <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not even sure it was my idea. Um, somebody had the idea that we should, you know, let's, we'll, we'll just have them all hanging out in the same, in the same space. Um, and, uh, it just sort of went from there. Um, and, you know, it was, like I said, it, it was very enjoyable to have all these different, uh, characters who you would never, you would never see ever interact for any reason. Like, you know, uh, we had, uh, Characters from the line chatting with, uh, you know, the Genesis Avalon characters. Uh, we, <laughs> I, I, I liked the meta part of having Wild Bill and the, uh, and the examiner from, uh, from seminar, uh, talking to each other. <laughs> that was pretty cool, but that was definitely a lot of fun. So, um, yep. kudos on a, on a great script for Pennant's 10th anniversary. Thank you very much. Before we jump in, our, uh, Archer and Armstrong. Uh, do have to touch on the Kingery. Do we? A <laughs> little bit. Let's see. We've got a, a question about, let's see. So we're eight or nine years in now. Mm-hmm. And um, are, are you getting any fatigue with Tommy? Oh, God, yes. I've been getting fatigue with, with that jackass since year three. <laughs> it's like so enough. How, enough with this guy. Come on. How do you keep it fresh? Um... I don't know. I just I turned in uh, I turned in my uh, my lines for uh, for uh, season eight episode eleven uh, earlier today, and uh, mm-hmm. I almost just I feel like I almost tore something in my neck just doing some of the yelling in uh, in this particular uh, script. <laughs> okay. You know the you know the 
I guess the only way to keep it fresh is to just, you know, sort of find, uh, find the reality, find the, uh, the humanity in this, uh, over the top world that we've constructed. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, find the parts where, you know, Tommy, you know, is just, uh, a person instead of, you know, a character, if you will. Right. Um, now when we spoke last time, um, in TWIP 39, I keep saying that so people will go, Hey, what did he say the first time around? And go listen. If you um, want to hear me stammer and pause awkwardly some more, that's the one to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about, um, when you write for yourself as Tommy, um, you, the whole Tommy 2.0 arc, <laughs> you kept saying, why would I do this to myself? And have you, has there been anything in particular that you've written for Tommy or that you've done with Tommy um, that you've been really proud of or that, you know, as you were writing it, you knew there was going to be, you know, something different or something that you were looking forward to on the acting side of it? Uh, not so much on the acting side of it, but uh, I I really enjoy uh, the uh, the creation of Allison, who is Tommy uh, in a uh, in a female uh, in a female body model, mm-hmm. and who is portrayed by uh, Melissa Hearn. Right. And uh, I I wrote them I, I wrote I wrote that for a uh, for this sort of you know, sexy romp that he, that he slash she was having with, uh, with Maddie. And, uh, it, you know, that was, you know, I, I had a lot of fun writing that and, you know, the most fun part was realizing, Hey, I don't have to say anything for half this script. (laughs) And it's since paid off because there's a couple episodes coming up in episode eight where I don't talk at all. And Melissa has to do it all. (laughs) (laughs) The plan is working perfectly. (laughs) Do you have a different take with, uh, Allison or how, no, how do you know about uh no it's i i definitely write uh Allison it's just it's just Tommy using a different name mm-hmm. and with a different set of genitals um <laughs> that's 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 pretty much uh, all there is it's just uh Tommy with uh, with a better sounding voice all right so let's dive into it cuz it is the uh oh gosh 10,000 year old elephant in the room i guess I don't see why the word elephant had to be used there. I don't understand why uh, the body shaming has to come into it. I don't know that, <laughs> my, my apologies. Um, I want to read this question as it was submitted word for word because any, any editing will just take away from it. Is it crap your pants scary to play an established comic book character for realsies? Um, honestly, no. It really wasn't. Uh, playing Armstrong was just, uh, uh, it was just a joy from beginning to end. It was, it was great to be, uh, to be playing. Cause I, cause I read, you know, I, I've said this other places. I used to read, uh, the original Valiant, uh, Archer and Armstrong, which was done by Barry Windsor Smith. Mm-hmm. And I read, uh, Fred Van Lente's, uh, version before, you know, years before I even heard that there was going to be an Archer and Armstrong show. So you must have been really excited about that. I was, I was very excited and, uh, it was, it, it's just, it's been a joy to, uh, to play uh, Armstrong and I want to play him some more. Awesome. You just answered like three of my questions there. So, oh, okay. Um, good, good on you. Um, did the immortality of Armstrong, was that a challenge? Was that, how, how did you pull that into audio drama? 
Uh, well, I guess the way I pulled it in was I, I start when you first hear Armstrong in episode one, you hear him before he's gone through 10,000 years of life and he's very much, he's pretty brusque and, uh, you know, plain spoken and, uh, very, very, very sort of, you know, stoic in the way he talks. And 10,000 years later, when Archer first meets him, uh, he's, uh, you know, he, he's, he's hammered yeah. and reciting poetry and, mm-hmm. and puking on people. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. And, but as the four episodes go on, uh, you know, you sort of draw that back. And he's, you know, as as it goes forward and things start getting worse, it's, you know, less jokes, you know, less, less, uh, screwing around. Mm-hmm. And there's a part at the end in episode four where he sort of sounds like he did at the beginning before all of this happened. Well, as we are recording, the first three have been released. They certainly have. And as far as episode four goes, shut up and take my money because I can't wait for it to come out. It should be out, uh, what, a couple of weeks as of, Uh, we're recording this on June 1st. Yes, June 1. So it's coming out soon. Should be within a few weeks at this point. Should be. Mm Mm-hmm. So if you're Mm -hmm. listening to this on Sunday with TWIP's release, then you don't have long to wait. If you're weeks after, then you can get it now from when you're listening. Soon is now for you. And they're all three ninety five cheap for twice the price. Come on! You said the same thing about Phantom Canyon. Because it's still true. I know. I listened to your interview earlier today, and now I'm like, I got to listen to Phantom Canyon again. Of course and you when do. You buy it you can listen to it as many times as you want you can tell people what you think about it and rate it and send the ratings through the roof exactly. don't you see PayPal? <laughs> i don't know what that what happened just now what did we go somewhere i'm not i'm not sure what that was no i just started using a silly voice i don't understand what that happened no anyway i didn't notice okay um do you have a particular uh, favorite scene or moment? And and I'm going to hold you to the first three episodes since the fourth one hasn't come out yet. Uh, probably my there's there, there's a few. I I I guess I would have to say in the first episode there's uh there's a scene where I'm yelling uh, at uh, I'm yelling at Archer to try and get him to come back and uh, get me out of some chains and. Uh, mm-hmm. That was that was fun to play because uh, I you know got to sort of uh, go off on tangents, uh, which didn't make it into the finished product, but uh, <laughs> you'll hear them eventually, I'm sure. Oh, we've got to have a blooper reel. Let's see. Surely there are more questions. Oh. Surely the people want to know. The people want to know, and don't call me Shirley. Sorry, if you recognize that, then I'm sorry. Um. With Archer and Armstrong's um, first go-around with Pendant going to be coming to a close, it, it by the way, four episodes just doesn't seem like enough. We need to have more. What other stories do you think from Valiant that we should pitch or try to do, or what would what would be a good follow to this storyline? 
Um, well, uh, you know, it, you're saying non-Archer and Armstrong uh, stuff? Oh, no, let's stick with Archer and Armstrong. Oh, well, yeah, well, obviously, well, obviously I would like to see Archer and Armstrong. You know, let's just, let's do all of Archer and Armstrong. Let's do the entire 25-issue uh, uh, series and let's, you know, keep going forward with it from there. Uh, as cool. far as non-Archer and Armstrong stuff, I think, I think, uh, the series Harley be a pretty good fit with, uh, with Valiant because that's, uh, that's, that seems like it would be the easiest to, uh, to translate to, uh, to, uh, audio. Mm-hmm. Now you cut out for there for just a second. Could you say the name of that again, please? Uh, the name of the series is a uh, Harbinger. Mm-hmm. Um, not Harbinger as I used to think it was when I was a kid. <laughs> Um, and, uh, it, it's, it's a series about uh, a group of people who, uh, develop, uh, you know, develop superpowers and, uh, some, you know, s- you know, sort of start to use them for their own, uh, for their own purposes. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not really a, a superhero book so much as it's, uh, you know, so it's almost sort of along the lines of, uh, of, you know, Carrie by, uh, by Stephen King, not, <laughs> not, not in that, in that explosive sort of way, but, uh. You know, it's there's lots of different morality in, uh, in that book. Great power, great responsibility, kind of stuff. Or not, yeah. Or or lack. Great of power, uh, great power, and uh, great irresponsibility. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'd also like to see uh, Quantum and Woody because uh, I loved uh, that book too. What's that about? Uh, Quantum and Woody is about uh, two two uh, two guys who are adopted brothers. Uh, one is, uh, very, very responsible and, uh, very straightforward and he decides to become a superhero. And, uh, the other is, uh, sort of this, uh, um, hustling scumbag and he decides to become his sidekick, uh, sort of against his will. Uh, the subtitle of the book is, uh, the world's worst superhero team. <laughs> yeah, they did, uh, Valiant did a, a four part series, which was Archer and Armstrong and Quantum and Woody. It was called, uh, The Delinquents. <laughs> okay. It was about them trying to find a treasure, you know, following a treasure map, which was made of the skin of a hobo's ass. It's really, <laughs> you had to be there. That is incredibly random. Okay. Okay. You talked about your, um, audio booking, as someone put it in one of their questions. Um, anything else that you'd like to, uh, to pimp or talk about? Um, other projects? Let's see. Uh, I pimped it before. I'll do it again. Okay. Uh, Nameless, Nameless by Matthew Rossi, available <laughs> now on Amazon.com. It's $4. Go buy it. It's a really good book. Everyone who has read it has enjoyed it. I read it. I enjoyed it. I helped edit it. Um, you can also go to uh, go to Audible. Look for uh, look for my name, and uh, you'll find books like uh, Reich, Human, Private Detective, mm-hmm. uh, Sentinels, When Strikes the Warlord. Uh, go get Phantom Canyon. Go get all four uh, episodes of uh, Archer and Armstrong. Yeah, just send me money. Just send it. To me. <laughs> the direct approach. I like it. And uh, that's I think that's about it for uh, for uh, the for things I have to flog. <laughs> Okay, can people find you on the internets? I'm sure they can. Uh, my website is PeteMylan.com. Uh, you can find me usually at uh, Twitter.com slash PeteMylan, mm-hmm. where I've been jumping up and down screaming about Captain America being a Nazi for the past week. It's yeah, that was, stuff. 
That's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. just really bad, guys. It's just really bad. Yeah. But that's got nothing to do with what we're talking about. Yeah. It's just, just worse than the bee conversation. It's but I'm just not so going to open that door. Um, <laughs> the what conversation? The, the bee puns. Oh, yeah. Ago. Yeah, never mind. Um, <laughs> Facebook? Um, technically, I, I never go there. I'm on Facebook, I guess, but I never go there. And folks can find me at JG underscore QA on Twitter and www.facebook.com slash J-O-R-D-A-N dot G-O-T-T-L-I-E-B dot 5036. And I still haven't changed that. Even we talked about that last time. I still haven't changed that. Um, It's like a code. I know. I You know, I don't think I'm going to. I really don't. Um, Pete, thanks so much for taking the time. Uh, You're welcome. Thanks to everybody who uh, thought enough of me to ask me questions about uh, stuff. Well, you're definitely a pendant mainstay. Uh, Thank you. (laughs) I think now, last time we talked, you had... Um, legitimately been in every pendant show. So I think now um, Active Radio, Active Radio is the only one. I'm just going to oh, get you in there. Let's do right. something Good about point. that. Good point. Good point. I got to get on that. Mm-hmm. And it's in case you guys hadn't noticed, I'll only say this because we brought it up last time. It's Pete Milan. Yes. M I L A N, like the city in Italy, but pronounced differently. <laughs> Pete, thanks again. I really appreciate it. Thank you. And we will kick this back to Jeffrey and Susan. Peace out, homies. See ya. It's over. It's over. It's over. Just the interview. It's over. Coming out Wednesday, June 8th, Kingery, Season 8, Episode 8. It's all eights. Wow, that's weird. Season 8, Episode 8. That's what I said. Yeah, on the 8th. On the 8th. I know. That's cool. Ooh. Ooh. Morning, Captain. Morning, Cal. Next time on The Kingery. It's clean. How clean? Tommy, it's clean. It's just a building. Believe me, I say it's safe, it's safe. Okay, okay. If you are this nervous about it... I'm not nervous. I'm paranoid. There's a big difference. Well, put your mind at rest. This place gets the Zeph seal of approval. Socks, you're the boss now. You can do what you want. You don't have to take clients. And Devi only did it when she felt like it. And you certainly don't have to take men if you don't want to. Uh, it's not that bad. Well, you all deserve better than not that bad. They're opening a Gorlockology Center on this planet? Yes, Captain. Great. That's exactly what this rock needs. More religion. Only at PendantAudio.com In the meantime, there's some raisins and cream in the bathroom. Lose the stubble. Coming out Wednesday, June 15th, Antony and Cleopatra Act 5. The stunning conclusion. Dun dun dun. It's stunning. My desolation does begin to make a better life. Next time on The Pendant Shakespeare. Caesar sends greeting to the Queen of Egypt and bids thee study on what fair demands thou mean'st to have him grant thee. 
What's thy name? My name is Proculia. Antony, to tell me of you, bade me trust you. But I do not greatly care to be deceived that have no use for trusting. Take to you no hard thoughts. The record of what injuries you did us, though written in our flesh, we shall remember as things but done by chance. Hast thou the pretty worm of Nihilus there, that kills and pains not? Truly I have him, but I would not be the party that should desire you to touch him, for his biting is immortal. Those that do die of it do seldom or never recover. As sweet as balm, as soft as air, as gentle. Oh, Antony, nay, I will take thee too. Only at PendantAudio.com Coming out Monday, June 27th, Active Radio, Active Radio, Episode 4. Hello, hello, Audio Apocalyptica. This is Johnny Franks on Active Radioactive Radio. For the bored to tears survivor just glad to have something, anything to stave off the humdrum monotony of just trying to make it through another day. Coming to you live from my mountaintop bunker with all the infotainment I can muster. And I can muster a plenty, don't you worry, your warm, beating hearts those same warm beating hearts that lure those night vision possessing beasts right to ya. My god, it's more horrible than any fiction a writer could come up with. Of course, with all the running from irradiated creatures and hiding from horribly mutated creations, we don't need horror writers these days. Life is our horror novel. But luckily, I don't have to worry about that. I'm living the dream. Speaking of dreams, I've got a big announcement. I, Master Johnnington Franks the 13th, Esquire, do solemnly swear that I shall forego the companionship of my automaton constructions. No, no, it's okay. Johnny hears what you're saying. But Johnny, you plead. Johnny, trapped up in that bunker all alone, what other companionship could you find without opening your door to the impossibly immense world of terrifying terrors beyond? Ha ha ha! We all know I would never do that because Johnny's got issues, but Johnny's also got you. You, dear listeners, are all the companionship this hunky fella needs. Probably. And coming out Wednesday, June 29, Seminar, Episode 69. On the next seminar. Huh? Uh, Who's there? To your feet, apprentice. Life's not fair. Examination? No, 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 please. I, I don't want to see it again. Can't I refuse? <laughs> that is your right, yes. However, I shall be forced to conclude you have something to hide, and you will be judged accordingly. Is that how it goes? I can't simply speak in my own defense? And then? They say sex is the most intimate act two people can share. It's not true, though. You die. I don't want to kill you just yet, but I will if I have to. So what do you think? About what? Damn it, were you not listening? Would you say that killing is something more intimate than sex? And just when she thought she was getting somewhere. After all I've been through, I'd rather the danger stayed in your lessons. If I could just find a new normal, figure out what my life was supposed to be. It's supposed to be whatever you want it to be, isn't it? I haven't had the choice before. 
Yes, it's a small matter to power down life support. I certainly don't need it. Find out what happens when Seminar, Episode 69, comes out Wednesday, June 29, 2016, only at PendantAudio.com. And that is the end of your first summer trip for 2016. Yeah, get out there and get some sunshine and stuff. While listening to great pendant audio productions. Right, and do that because we're not going to. We're going to be in our bunker working. Making those shows (laughs) for you to listen to. So get some sun for us. Think of us. I have vitamin D. It's okay. You don't have to think of us. Just listen to the shows. That's the main thing. It's okay if they think of us. But they don't have to. I guess. It's not required. All right, fine. Think about us or not. Whatever. And then you can stop by the website at PendantAudio.com, the Yahoo group at groups.yahoo.com slash group slash Pendant, the Facebook page at Facebook.com slash PendantAudio, the Twitter feed at Twitter.com slash PendantWeb, the Tumblr at PendantAudio.tumblr.com, the YouTube at YouTube.com slash Productions. And, oh, that was the end. I should have put the end before yeah, it. Okay. okay. We'll see you back here next month. This is Susan Bridges. And Jeffrey Bridges. Thanks for listening. Maybe I wanted to thank them for listening. Who's stopping you? Thanks for listening. Oh, I'm fine. I'm going to work on that. Fine. It's better than mine. You do it every time now. Fine. Ooh. I won't thank them anymore at all. See what you've done? We could both thank them. Aren't we both thankful? In sync? Ooh, no. Oh, nice. Ooh. Just trying to get him up before we record it. I can feel it just, can I just sitting kinda... in there. Pound on your back. Ugh. I just burped you. Like I'm a wee babe. Yep. <laughs>